Welcome to Fun Pilot Podcast, where we are unpacking opinions and changing destinations. I am your host, Shirley Altador, where each week we will chat about how to rise strong out of all types of obstacles that come with relationships. Through personal life experiences and discussions ranging from infidelity, trust, forgiveness, sex, heartbreak, self-love, and so much more. I am passionate and obsessed to provide guidance to every woman to create a better life. Let's dive in, pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. With me, your virtual girlfriend. Welcome back to Fun Palais, part two with Michelle, because part one was super duper, 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 duper interesting. And I had to continue this with this woman. So we are still in season three, Sex in the Relationship. And we had a lot to talk about in part one. And part two is going to be even more interesting as Michelle tells us how she ended up with, she left one best friend for the other best friend. So Michelle, please enlighten us. How did this go down? (laughs) So I have to start by saying that my ex-husband is the nicest guy I have ever known in my life. And I have a lot of love and a lot of like time for him. And I'm I'm not trying to to diss my ex-husband. He's an amazing guy. He just wasn't the right amazing guy for me. I'm Um, assuming all three of you are still friends? Mm-hmm. So you telling me they still best friends? Mm. Oh yeah, not best friends, but they're still friends. Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead. And Go ahead. so, um, my husband and I—he was English, and I'm American, obviously. And um, we met, and we really liked each other. And the only way that we could really have a relationship was to get married. And we were like. I'm in love. You're all right. Let's do this. You're all if, right. <laughs> no, you, you know didn't. what I mean. Like, okay. <laughs> like, but we're we knew we were in love, okay. and like we would not if we were on the same continent and able to live in the same country without being married. We would never have gotten married. That's so, what we're gonna talk about again. Okay, go ahead, finish, girl. You always because, add interesting topics. Keep on going. But it wasn't because we weren't in love. It was just because it was so new, Shirley, that we wouldn't have been like we weren't ready to get uh, married. Okay, right. Like, but we had to rush it because it was the only way we could be in the same place and both have a job and all that. So, um, so we got married, and we right after we got married. We had a housewarming and a birthday party in all in one for my ex-husband at our apartment in England. And all of his friends came and they were awkward and weird. And, and then his best friend from work shows up and my husband, and he is this enormous guy, like six, four, 320 pounds. Looks like built like a defensive lineman, right? Like enormous guy. And um, comes in with this like awkward look on his face, clearly not used to growing up parties, with this cheap ass bottle of wine. 
trying to hand it to me all awkward like right i reached out to take that bottle of wine from him and i swear like i am not this like woo woo kind of gal but i swear to god my soul chimed when i touched him and my first thought was oh shit i'm married and then they introduced me and he was like, oh, this is my friend Giles and blah, 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 blah. And like, I didn't know anything about this man, but my soul knew the moment I saw him that that was what I was supposed to do. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, that's not a thing. And so I just tried to ignore it. And we spent four years with me trying to make my marriage to my first husband work and me trying to ignore how I felt about Giles and he felt apparently the same way and he spent the same time trying to ignore how he felt about it and then towards the end my husband and I were having problems mm -hmm. um and I said like I don't know if I hate being married to you or if I just really hate living in England so <laughs> maybe we should try not living in England and see if that fixes things Okay. So we got a job and he got a job in the U.S. and we were preparing to immigrate and he had to move over before I could move over. So there was like a couple of months where he was in California working and I was still in the U.K. And during that time, his best friend was there to help me with transition and all of the stuff. And we just got closer and closer. And um I realized that I just couldn't do it anymore. And it wasn't even like I need to be with this man as much as it was. I, If I'm really feeling this kind of way, I need to not be with my husband. Like it's not just geography. It is actually him. And so um, we got over to California and I was like, hey, good news, bad news. <laughs> We're here. Yay. And you love California. Bad news. I don't want to be married anymore. And he was like, oh, that really makes me sad. And my ex-husband is just not like he always says that I am more passionate about ice cream flavor than he is about anything in his life. And he's just like he's just super mellow and super low key about everything. So literally when I told him like, mm, I don't think this is going to work for me. Bye, Felicia. He was like, oh, okay, that's a real bummer. And my parents were like, don't worry. We're not going to kick you out. You can keep staying here. It's fine. Um, and then like a few weeks later, um, his friend called and he was like, look, I've really thought about it. I, I just need you to come home. And then I need you to never leave me again. Ex-husband um, ex said that. No, no, this is, no, no, no. This is what. So I was still there with ex-husband, new husband. Okay. called and okay. said, I need you to come home, like come home to England. And then I need you to never leave me again. I have to interject. Mm -hmm. Platonic the whole time with husband presently. Would you rather? I, no, I mean, I'm trying to think about how to answer that. Um, no, I would say no, for sure. Okay. So was it towards the end it started yeah. to get yeah, yeah, more yeah. romantic? He had a girlfriend. Okay. I, you know, 
No, no, no. We, you know, we did our very best, but when you're hurting and upset and you're leaning, you know, like where is the line for platonic and romance? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just not. Gotcha. So I, I wouldn't want my husband acting with somebody, another woman, the way that I was acting with him. So I would definitely say it was over the line. Okay. So, so. when you had present, when you had went to your ex-husband and say, Hey, listen, good news, bad news. Mm -hmm. um, we're in California. Great. But I don't want to be with you anymore. Were you already sleeping with husband at that moment in time? Well, no, because I was in California and he was in England. So. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now. Yeah, no. It was the same. And so, and actually my now husband, it's easier to just use his name. So when uh, my now husband's name is Giles, my ex-husband is Phil. Okay. So, um before I went to California with Phil, Giles and I talked about our feelings and like where we were. And he said, look, you can't leave Phil for me. I won't be that guy. If you want to leave your husband, you need to just decide you're going to leave your husband. And then we can have, after you've made that decision, then we can talk about something else. Got it. But Got I'm, it. Not gonna ha I'm not going to be the guy that you left him for. Got it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yes. Okay. I didn't like that answer at the time, Shirley, but I really respected it. And I know that even then I knew it was the right one. So um, I was there. And like I said, he called and he said, you need to come home and then you need to never leave me again. And I went to my ex, my, I went to Phil and I said, Hey, so here's the thing. In addition to getting divorced. I'm also going to be moving back to England and I'm going to be with Giles now. And my ex-husband looked at me and he kind of, I think he looked blinked at you? twice. Y'all was in the same room? You wasn't scared oh, yeah, of we being both... stabbed? No, 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 no. <laughs> we were both living with my parents. Oh, um, okay. And, uh, and so he looked at me and he blinked and he went, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The that was all he has ever said about maturity it. Maturity here between the three of you is like next level shit because you know, yeah, you know if the three of you weren't as mature, especially the men. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I wonder. I wonder if women would be this mature. I got it. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like it broke my heart, right? Because every woman wants to feel like you are worth fighting for. And so it really hurt me that he was that mature about it. I wanted him to be like, no man shall have you but me, for you are too fabulous. And, exactly. and he's just not that guy. But exactly. And you hear what you're saying, though, Michelle? Mm -hmm. Even though you were in the middle of these two guys, you were still hurt because your present husband wasn't like going to war and battle for you. Can you imagine if two women were in this situation? It would never happen. Because we are other. so emotional and men <laughs> do an excellent job of separating that at times. And English men in particular, like they are particularly kind of reserved. But So I think for me, it really solidified, like if that's all you've got for me, Yep, this is definitely not the right choice mm. for sure. And I will tell you, my my husband now <laughs> is not that guy. Like, oh, somebody would... can just look at me some kind of way, and he's got a lot to say. He's like, I don't know. Like, he is super jealous. 
he oh he is hilariously jealous but that's a like, good thing don't you think there's always a healthy that's jealousy what he says. there's a He's healthy like, jealousy it is and i do think it's a healthy level of jealousy like yes. i have male friends and he doesn't try to stop that but at the same time like he you know he gets a little jealous he's like that hug looked a little long i'm like <laughs> we've been friends for 25 years if I was looking to be with that, I'd have already been with it. You're mm -hmm. fine. But sometimes, <laughs> you know, if you, as a woman, I can totally relate, Michelle. You want to hear those. And in your, and you know, in your little inside, you're like, oh, okay. I'm okay, worth fighting babe. for. Uh-huh. I heard Absolutely. you, baby. I got you. <laughs> That's right. I'm pretty. Uh -huh. Somebody else might want me. Yes, okay. Yes. Absolutely. And it makes you feel like, all right, that means you looking from the side of your eye. You observing and you paying attention. It makes a woman feel all, you know, nice on the inside. I would agree. It does for me. I know for some people it doesn't. And I know some people have managed to move past and, you know, transcend all jealousy and God bless them for it. But I am not there. <laughs> and I like you know to what? feel like, like I put a ring on that. It's mine. I think it's the complacency. Is, am I using the correct word? Complacency. Complacency. Mm -hmm. When we enter into a relationship and we forget that little things like this are healthy little sparks, you know, that's why I'm saying healthy jealousy is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, he's probably saying that in a good way just to, you know, oh, let me tell her a little something, you know, that's to get her roundied up and just to let her know my presence is still here and I'm paying attention. But we don't say that. Because we get all caught up in our feelings and stuff like that. And some people might take that hug and twist it in their mind, say, mm-hmm, I saw how long she was hugging him. So now I'm going to give her an attitude the rest of the day. For what? Yeah. No. You know what he I'm saying? You see how we can turn that into a negative? So I appreciate your husband for doing that because I'm the type of me woman too. I want to hear shit like that. Tell me a little something because that, you know, maybe you might get some tonight, babe, if you say something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I don't know. Is it on the schedule, Shirley? Because, uh, you know. <laughs> I can add it to the schedule once I know you, you know, you really pencil looking at Pencil that in. Yeah, let me pencil that in tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm that girl. But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So now you moved so to England. And so yeah, I went back to England and we moved in together. And then a few years later, we finally got married and then we made babies and that's it. That's We've been together since 2008, been together 13 years. And Phil came to the wedding, right? He wasn't able to make it at the last minute. He was planning to come. Like he okay. like had, we got married in Jamaica um, and oh. he had like booked his room at the resort and everything. And just last minute, something came up with work and he couldn't make it. And he was really bummed. But you know, he, uh, Phil is now super happy in Polly. And so he has like, I think five different girlfriends around the country, including one that's here local. And when he comes to town to visit her, he come like, we have lunch and he's, yeah, he is the nicest guy I have ever known in my life. Hating my ex-husband would be like hating puppies. Like it's just not. Phil would be an interesting person for me to interview because you did you just tell me Phil has five different girlfriends? I think so. I think that's what he said. Like, I don't I try not to get too much up in his personal business. But I, I guess like what, that's weird for the ex-wife. Do you know what I mean? Like, but that I mean, like, I guess with that whole attitude, like, all right, I could see Phil doing yeah. something like that. You know what I'm saying? He does not have a jealous bone in his body for sure. 
So for you, sure. then you know what? Polly is good for him because when mm-hmm. you have five different girlfriends, you can't. Yeah. And he's, you know, he, yeah. He I would love happy. to, they know, oh, you know what? You don't know anymore. Oh my gosh. Five. <laughs> I, I, these are special types of women because it couldn't be mm-hmm. me. I'm too mm-hmm. jealous. I can't. It doesn't like, mm-mm, no, that wouldn't work for me. Okay. So very interesting girl. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they're still friends. The maturity level these guys have, it still, it awes me. It really does. And that's like a good thing, but it goes to, it, I guess it goes with Phil's personality because Giles yeah. is not set up that way. But he also knows that Phil would never make a move. Like I would have to get naked and mount him for him to notice <laughs> I was trying to get on him. Oh, so, okay. So, Jai's like, it makes it really easy. I see. Do you know what I mean? For him to, and there's no question that as much as I respect, adore, and love my ex-husband, I I really don't want to try to live with him. (laughs) I definitely don't want to try to, yeah, no, mm -mm, nope, 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 nope. He does great in California with me in Texas. Like, I think that's a really good Good. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. So now my question for you, as we continue some of these questions here, Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on casual sex or friends with benefits? And let me ask that. I remember you said you are bisexual. Is that something you and your husband, I don't remember if you answered this. Do you still engage in that presently or now since you like our new mama that's put on hold? So, I mean, for me, bisexuality just means I'm equally attracted to men and women. Um, and so it's just, it's more luck than judgment than I happen to be married to a guy, Um, but I'm still in a monogamous relationship. Um, so I don't, I, nothing but my husband. Um, but if we ever quit being together and Lord willing, that is not on the cards. Um, absolutely. I've already told him that like, if it doesn't work out, I'm just, I'm, I'm switching teams full stop and going oh, full okay. girl. Okay. So, um, gotcha. but that's, but you know, that absolutely. So that for me is where that is in terms of casual sex and friends with benefits. I think that I don't have a problem with it as long as everybody is upfront with what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was single, I had a lot of casual sex. I was, um, and was perfectly fine with that. I even had sex with married men. Um, and my Did take you on know? That, yes, ma'am. And my take on that was I didn't make a promise to their wife. I wouldn't want to be married to him, but you know. And it was never a relationship. Like, it was never that I, you know, if he was going to step out, he was going to step out. It was me or somebody else. At least I wasn't trying to, you know take her kids or her life or anything. Like I knew exactly what it was and that was fine. So I have to ask you, okay, so now you need to educate me on that thinking because now I've had casual sex in the past and Mm -hmm. I think casual sex in a healthy way is a good thing. It offers Mm -hmm. experience. I do believe just going into a relationship with only being one man, you have You don't have anything to compare it to, and it can be both a negative and a positive, and everyone's different. So we don't have to agree, listeners. You know, you may save yourself for that one person. That's great. But I believe in you got to test the waters so you know what's out there. Now, I never 
have been the type of person to be interested in someone who's in any relationship. Even when Khalif and I were younger and we were friends with benefits, as soon as he got into a relationship, I said, call me when that's over because I want no part of it. So now in your sense, you and I are opposites in that thought process. When you were having casual sex, you didn't mind. So help me understand why didn't you mind? Well, so here's the thing. If I have been in your shoes, right? And Khalif mm-hmm. got a girlfriend and then wanted to carry on being friends with benefits with me. That would have immediately meant that he and I were never going to be anything else. Okay. I would not be married to him because to me, that is somebody who obviously does not honor their commitment. Okay. So I'm not interested in that. Okay. But the, the wives or partners of the people that I slept with that were in committed relationships I wasn't the one that made the commitment to them. So I owed them nothing. Would I sleep with my girlfriend's husband? No, because that's a dick move because I have separate commission. Like I have, I do have, owe her something as my friend, as her friend, Mm -hmm. but woman I've never met before and your husband hits on me and I'm single and I'm interested. Yeah, no, I'm not going to care that he's married to you. Am I ever going to date him or be emotionally invested? No. So, you know, I remember really clearly at one point, um, there was a guy that was like my Wednesday afternoon shag and he was married and, um, we were finishing up one day and he was like, Hey, my wife's out of town tonight. What do you, you know, you want to go get dinner? And I was like, no, I've got a date. And he was like, I'm I'm sorry. He was shocked. You said that, huh? I was like, I've got a date. What are you talking about? And he was like, I, you, you date. And I was like, yeah, cause. I date. What, what did you think this was? And he was like, well, I thought we were exclusive bitch. You married. That's right. (laughs) I was like, are you high? I'm not that girl. Like, no, I know what this is. I'm not sitting around thinking one day he's going to leave her. We'll have no. Okay. Fuck that. Like you want to have some hot afternoon sex? Sure. Why not? So it's me or some other chick. That's the difference. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a mistress. I'm not trying to be your girlfriend on the side. No, no. Okay. So it, this is enlightening for me because we both, as you know, you, I, I think I told you, we both yeah, cheated on each cheated. other. Now yeah. I heard the same response from his. Okay. So the person who che- he cheated on me with had given me the same response of, I wasn't thinking about you, but the difference is, is the emotional investment. She became emotionally invested where you separated the two. It's kind of like, and I'm not, no disrespect, Michelle, but it's kind of like the same thing as the Bunny Ranch in Vegas. Mm -hmm. You know, these husbands, because majority of the ones that are going to the Bunny Ranch are married men. Mm -hmm. And these girls, the only difference between you and them, or I guess they were being paid for their services. Yeah, yours was free. So I, okay. So it's the emotional investment that these women are making and they have to realize like this man is married. Think about what you're doing here. Like, really? You really think he going to leave his wife for you? Just get they the sex did. and keep on going. And you're right. So you educated me today and to realize that, huh? number one, you never know what these married men are doing. And number two, it's the emotional investment that is huge. That's the difference. And really, from my perspective, for the woman, like that's about protecting yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't go get, like, he has, he is 
this person is invested in this relationship, literally financially invested, mm -hmm. as well as legally, emotionally, and everything else invested in this other relationship. You're just a new set of boobs. Like, mm -hmm. don't, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Do you gotcha. know what I mean? And and don't get me wrong, like the guy, the guy that I'm I'm talking about that thought I was somehow exclusive. He was a tremendously nice guy and he was smart and he was funny because I wouldn't have been getting naked with him if he wasn't like uh -huh. good looking and willing is not enough for me. I need to like you enough to not want to punch you in the face. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. So like he was if he had been single, I absolutely would have been interested in dating him, but he wasn't. So for me, that just made a really clear, really hard line between where this can ever go. Okay. Um, but in a single relationship, I ha if you're single and not in a relationship, I'm absolutely a fan of casual sex as long as you're safe and as long as everybody is honest about what it is. I think communication is the key. Nice. I'm glad you shared that because it enlightened me to realize, number one, two completely, like, even though we agree with friends with benefits or casual sex, whatever you want to call it, we saw it differently where I was like, nope, we're not doing that. Girlfriend married. I'm not stepping into that world where you, even though the guy was married, you didn't have a problem with it. Yep. And that's interesting because I don't know how to separate the emotion. And I think and that's what would have been hard for me. And I think that's why I immediately cut it off because if I decide to get in bed with you, for me, too many emotions are going to be involved. So if I have an issue separating that, Michelle, I need to cut it off right from the start. And that is really good self-awareness. And that is what most people are lacking. Because right now, like the only education we get when we're young people about sex is the mechanics, mm -hmm. right? We know you insert, you know, tab A into slot B and you should probably put a condom on it. Like that's about as much as we get. And what we don't talk about, what we don't get is, okay, so then now what? What does that do to you as a human? What does that mean? What is the emotion and the responsibility around that act? And what kind of conversations, like my conversation with my boys is going to be, if you're not big enough to talk about it, you're not big enough to do it. Exactly. I totally if agree. you can't have an open and honest conversation without giggling and getting embarrassed, then you don't need to go put that anywhere. I totally agree. And that's like, I am a big believer in that. And I think that if everybody took that philosophy, knew themselves, knew where they were about things and had an open dialogue, A, we'd all feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. And B, you know, it would just, it would just makes everybody's life a lot easier that way. Like it's so much healthier, so much healthier. You're right. And it's major self-awareness. And I guess that's the difference where I guess there's no wrong in it because now it makes me realize is women who do that separate the two. No emotions. It's just sex. That's it. Like you were dating other people. And actually the guy was the one that was like, what? You dating? What? What? This is yeah. like a total shock to him. I thought you were my girl. I no. thought you were my one and no. only. No, boo-boo. No. See that ring on your finger? No. <laughs> no. And, and that's the issue because these women 
get into these relationships, getting allowing themselves to get caught up emotionally, thinking that, oh, you're going to leave your wife for me. I never told you that. I'm inserting my penis into your vagina. We are having fun for the night. Anything beyond that? Yeah. Did I tell you anything more? <laughs> you know, and my husband and I have talked about, you know, what happens if somebody cheats and that sort of thing. And I think, you know, when we first got together, we were both jealous and we mm-hmm. had just come out of, you know, what we came out of. And um, we both were like, if you cheat on me after I cut it off, <laughs> it will be over. <laughs> and now, honestly, we're in this place where I'm like, if you cheat on me, I'm going to be pissed. I mean, I'm going to be really pissed. Is it going to be over? Probably not. I mean, it'll depend. Like, if you're not sorry, <laughs> you're going to go do it again, then yeah, it'll be over. But if you do something stupid, mm-hmm. right, if we go through one of those rocky periods that every marriage goes through and you're out with your friends and you get drunk or you don't even get drunk, you just get emotionally caught up in being excited about somebody being excited about you. Mm-hmm which I think is intoxicating for anybody, right? Like when you're in that place in your marriage where you don't feel seen and you don't feel desired and you don't feel heard and somebody else comes along and makes you feel like you're the center of their goddamn world for a minute, girl, that is how you wind up in the sheets like that. Even though you love your husband or you love your wife, that's how it happens. And I, he and I both acknowledge that that we are humans and we are weak and that if that moment comes, <laughs> we're going to work through it. You don't get to make that mistake twice, but we're going to work through it. And what that means is that there's something broken in us and we need to fix that. And I'm not willing to pack in everything we have in our life and, and our kids and everything else because you screwed up one time. I you agree. got caught up in, in being worshipped because being worshipped feels great. I agree 100%. And that's the same reason why we both stepped out because we were missing something that, and you know, that's normally the reason why is there's something missing in your relationship. There is a disconnect and the communication is not, we're not having the communication that we need to have. We're not making love or doing what we need to do. Someone else in another location is giving me that attention that I am not getting from my present relationship. So I'm going to suck all that in. I agree with you. One thing I want to end before we end part two today is what do you have to say out there to people who are in relationships such as yourself, experience as, you know, we both come from different worlds of experience, but we see things very similarly. Mm-hmm. But for couples who are together, who either face a traumatic situation such as cheating, what do you have to say? Especially like when you enlightened me today about you legitimately said on air. You were sleeping with a married man, but you were not emotionally connected. Where me, it's not something I would do because I already know too many emotions would be involved for me. So I'm cutting it before it starts off. So here's, I'll give you an example. We have a really good friend Mm -hmm. who met his longtime partner on a swinging website. Mm -hmm. And that was... He knew, right, that he can't keep it in his pants, that he needs a lot of variety sexually Mm -hmm. to stay interested, 
and and she felt the same way and they were great and going for it. And then something changed for her and she had some mental health issues and she said, this is not good for my self-esteem and where I am. I need, I need us to be monogamous. And he said, okay, him. I'm going to try it. And so he did, and he wasn't able to be monogamous. Mm -hmm. He stepped out, mm -hmm. and then she got mad. And then he stepped out. I think he's cheated now. I don't even know, like nine, ten different women over mm -hmm. the time. And she doesn't leave, mm. and she keeps getting mad. And, and my response to her is, well, then you're, you're actually the problem. I mean, he is operating under the rules that you set out at the beginning of this relationship. You changed the rules. And now you're mad that he hasn't stopped being the person that he was when you made the first rules. And if you can't be with that person anymore, that's okay. I don't judge you. I don't dislike you. I understand. I couldn't be that person. But then you need to stand up for you mm -hmm. and say, the person that I now realize that I am cannot keep being with the person that you are and be healthy. Exactly. And I think that that is what I would say to couples that are going through trouble is you need to see, is this about who I am and who they are? Or is this about our behaviors? Because you can change behavior, but you can't change, a, a leopard can't change its spots, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you are just fundamentally in your core, a human being that needs to have sex five times a day to feel satisfied sexually, and your partner is as somebody who needs to have sex twice a month to feel satisfied sexually, you can't change that. Exactly. You can try all kinds of shit to find workarounds and things you can do and blah, 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 but you can't change that. So when you're going through some kind of a crisis or a problem with your partner, that's what you got to do. You got to step it back and see, is this about who we are or about how we act? And then if it's about who we are, is there something we can do? Like, you know, is there, like we say in HR, like, is there a reasonable accommodation? Reasonable <laughs> that accommodation. Make, that I can make for you, right? Like, okay, is it you need to come five times a day? Great. Well, you know, you can probably take care of a few of those yourself. Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> like, so, you know, it, or is it that you need to have, whatever. So have those kind of, those quite those conversations, but I think that people get so spun up in their own hurt and their own anger, and they treat it like everything is the end of the world. Behaviors, I mean, ultimately changing your behaviors is not that, it's not brain science, it's not rocket science, right? It's not brain surgery. Mm -hmm. You just stop doing that. And sometimes you're going to need to be reminded and it's going to be a process, but it's just not that freaking complicated. And if you're not willing to, if you're not even willing to change behaviors to stay in a relationship, then you are not invested in this relationship. 
Exactly. I totally agree, Michelle. Thank you very much. One thing that as we end today with our phenomenal guest who is very well, well, very well rounded in both the relationship (laughs) world and also the human resources world, too. If you ever have a human resources question, Miss Human Resources Past Director could definitely give you a little education on that as well. But one thing that is consistent is change. Change is consistent. People change. And we need to be mindful of that with the great example she just gave us. Always check yourself first before checking somebody else. Because if you are in a relationship, situationship, whatever you're in that has changed or you're, it's not something you want to be a part of anymore, you need to check yourself and ask yourself, is this something that I could really truly be a part of? Because if it's not, then you need to be the one that steps away. If your partner is not willing to make the change or is hard for them to make the change, because anything learned can be unlearned. And we all know that. And we know how hard it is to change ourselves. So unless someone really wants to change, no matter who you are in their life, what role you play in their life, they're not going to do shit for you unless they want to. Mm -hmm. And if you can't adapt and figure out how to make it work as a team, then you need to step away. I think going off that, one of my favorite, like one of the quotes that my husband and I say at each other to help us mm-hmm. in those moments is Jada Pika Smith. I know her. I love Will. her. Oh my, how can you not? But one of the things she said to Will was, I am not responsible for your happiness. Absolutely. And I think that like, Every like everybody falls into those traps. Like you're not making me happy. You're not doing this for me. And like and my husband and I, when we we catch the other one doing that, we call him. I am not responsible for your happiness. That is absolutely correct. No one is responsible for your happiness. No one is responsible for your well-being. Your partner is a bonus when they choose to acknowledge things. And I'm gonna give a simple example. You know. Your manicure and pedicure, that's your responsibility. It is a bonus if your husband or your significant other, regardless man or woman, decides to pay for it or schedule it or, you know, Mm -hmm. do anything. But you come with you. Exactly. But that's your responsibility. You want a massage? Freaking book it. Why are you waiting for someone to do it for you? But that's just a simple example that I'm doing is no one's responsible for your happiness or your well-being. You want to dance more in your life? Go take a freaking dance class. Exactly. Exactly. Quit waiting on your partner. Say he wants to go. That's not his fault. That's and yours. if he doesn't, if he or she does not want to, it is okay. So we will end today with part two. If you have not listened to part one, definitely go check it out. Awesome, <laughs> awesome conversations the two of us have, which is, I hope it's going to be enlightening for couples out there. Open up your eyes, wake up. You know, we have to change all these taboo conversations that people don't want to have and r- realize that relationships are really always not cut and dry and easy. They're freaking hard as hell. It takes a lot of intention. I had an interview with somebody that said, take out the work, because usually people like to associate work as a negative. Relationships take serious intention. I like that. Yes, serious intention. So, you know, pay attention to your partner. And things are always not going to be cut and dry as the world tries to make it seem. There's going to be rough patches and communication is important to realize how to get off those bumpy roads. Michelle's information will be available on the website. 
she does have a podcast herself. And is the name of the podcast is I Want Your Job? Hey, I want your job. Hey, I want your job. And I will be a special guest on that yes, podcast. You will. I, cannot I cannot wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> I am super excited. But all her information will be on her web on, on the website for her podcast. And also if you ever have a human resources question, reach out to Homegirl because she can definitely <laughs> give you some advice, especially relationship questions too. But as we always end, love yourself, voice yourself, be yourself to the next podcast, guys. Have a great, great day. Thanks for tuning in to Fampale Podcast. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I want to hear from you. Head on over to the website or join our Facebook community and comment your favorite part of the show or share your thoughts. I want to hear what you have to say. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Chat with you next week.